Jackson on a Saturday bang. <laughs> Today is not Saturday. <laughs> Nothing is banging. That's true. Today is not Saturday. We we have an unusual situation today. I think. This is, <laughs> you know, uh, things sometimes over <laughs> in the Jackson Jackson land, things get a little hairy, <laughs> and is, we are forced to improvise. Yes, uh, we're we're recording. Uh, I don't even. Is it a Tuesday? Say Tuesday. Today is Tuesday, October twenty first. Yeah, and um, I'm not sure when we're going to release this. Will do we wait till Friday, or do we just say, hey, we're we're just ahead of schedule this time. I feel, Raleigh, that that is in your hands, oh, for you are the one who is the in control of the release. <laughs> I, maybe I'll just I'll roll the dice and uh, we'll see what happens. Maybe I'll split the difference and have it come out on Wednesday at midnight. You use a few more colloquialisms in there. <laughs> maybe you wanna uh, you wanna split some hairs. Yeah, we're not splitting hairs. Split some atoms. Split, split some Put our nose, soup. Put your nose to the grindstone. <laughs> uh, nose to the grindstone. Episode nine, right? Nine. Mm-hmm. Nine. Just put your nine to the nine stone. Nine times. Episode nine. We say nine. We will not stop this podcast. <laughs> um, episode nine of Yaks and Jackson. Uh, the name of the song we're covering today is "Who Is It." No question mark. Once again, um, another another track off Dangerous. It has that is a, a question, but with no question mark attached to it. Why do you think Nessie? Why <laughs> do, you, do you think that's on purpose? Or I, I don't know. You know, I haven't uh, I haven't actually checked out the artwork. I don't like. I said I don't own the physical album. I have just MP3s, um, so I haven't. Uh, I, I am not able to flip over the iPod and see what's on the other side of the, of the cover. Um, I guess this might be a good time to look at the artwork, see if there's maybe question marks on it. Do you? Do you? Well, recall, did you, you would imagine the that the you know usually they're pretty good about uh, relaying this kind of stuff. Um, on on the wikipedias and what have you um well i don't i haven't seen anything on wikipedia um that attaches a question mark and in fact i'm looking at the i'm looking at the special edition um of dangerous the rare cover and there are no question marks mm -hmm. none at all let me see if i can find the original and i am not seeing any there either so, I mean, to me, and this kind of ties into the content of the song, is that, like, you know, maybe, you know, he's so sure that uh, this lady is, has run off with somebody else that he does, he's just like, uh, you know, I'm not even leaving the floor open to the suggestion, suggestion that there's some other reason you're leaving me. Someone has taken you from me. I demand to know who it is. <laughs> well, the the question, uh, the the fact that there was no question mark with um, uh, what the hell was the other song? Um, do you remember? Do you remember the time? Remember the time? Or no, remember, remember the time that? isn't necessarily no, a question. You're right. It was. Uh, well, no, he. Why you want to trip <clears> on me? Why you want to trip on me? Yeah. Um, that worked as both a statement and a question. 
depending on the uh, yeah. the punctuation. Who is it doesn't really... It, if he wanted to make it a statement, it could have been who it is <laughs> instead mm-hmm. of who is it. But no, remember the time was a question in the... Uh, in the song itself, it's "Do you remember the time?" Yeah, but the title is clearly saying, "Hey, it's remember de- the time. Don't a, forget." It's a demand. This e- Egyptian adventure we had. While I've got you tied up in my basement, I'm demanding that you remember the time. <laughs> Did Neverland have a basement? That property didn't look uh, didn't look basement ready. Um, I'm not Maybe sure. Maybe did. Where uh, that was in California, I assume, right? Yes. Where was it? Um, anywhere like below sea level? <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. I in... haven't looked at the blueprints for Neverland in a while. Was it in Death Valley? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was not. <laughs> um, okay, before we uh, before we get too far into the song, let's just say we don't have any mail this week, uh, <laughs> so we do not have to open the mail closet. Um, yet still, we encourage you folks to. Uh, Send us your mail at yaksonjackson at gmail.com or uh, follow along on Twitter. And I'm now reminded that I forgot to uh, tell people we were <laughs> we were podcasting early today. So. Oh, you mean you forgot to tell Kirk? So, <laughs> yes. I mean, you can do, you want me, I can call Kirk right now. <laughs> um, hash, hashtag yaksonjackson if you, if you want our attention on the Twitters. Um, and we now have a, a bumpin' forum on, uh, on Tumblr, um, underneath each, uh, episode. You can, you can click on the comments section and have a discussion if you'd like to further, uh, further speak of the episode. I, I initiated a discussion about the, um, the black or white video last week, um, since we didn't get to it, um uh in the episode um and kirk kirk joined in the conversation so if anyone has more things to say there's plenty of things to say about that video so there's no reason that that should uh that should go ignored <laughs> i'm well i'm i'm definitely gonna i gonna check in to see what kirk has to say because kirk is the number one supporter of this podcast yeah and uh you know he's a thoughtful intelligent guy kirk howley by the way your partner and Leopardactyl, yes. and many other projects. And our secret benefactor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Kirk, Kirk's paying the bills for us with all his clicks. Yes, he is. <laughs> Kirk should just cut us a check every week. Because uh, that's the way it's popping off. <laughs> all right. Um, would, you like to, would you like to jump into this episode? Raleigh, I'm ready to jump into this episode. <laughs> Right. I'm ready to. I mean, this is. Do you now? Do you had any, before we did this episode? Did you have any? Had you? How? What did? Who is it mean to you? Did it? Is it a song that you remembered? <laughs> no, I I did not know the song at all. Um, I don't think I've ever heard it. This was okay. not a. This was a. This was. This the, is the the fifth single. The fifth single uh, after Jam, I believe. Is that correct? Uh, see, now you're testing <clears> me. I think it was the the single that came after all the big ones. This was the next yeah. one. Yeah, it was at this was after Jam, mm-hmm. um, and not 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 like super huge in the United States. Pretty big in Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, now, see, well, that's interesting because this is one of the songs aside from Black and Black or White and Jam 
I would say this is the third, the third uh, most memorable song to me. It's the one that I that always stuck out to me. I think because it, the chorus is very catchy and very, um, <clears throat> very, uh, it's just memorable to me. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know how else really to articulate. It just kind of for whatever reason it stuck to stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe because it is like sort of maybe in its simplicity of just who is it. Um, and uh, it's definitely something that I hadn't heard the song in a long time, but I did. There were no surprises when I listened to it again, you know, because I've, we've I've talked about this before, where I've had certain memories of songs on this album, and that it's either those memories have either matched, not matched the reality in some way. The the songs are either better or worse, but this is like very, this is very even keeled. This Matt totally it's like yeah, it was just as I remembered it, and it was good, and there were no weird surprises like any glass shattering or <laughs> uh weird keyboard effects yeah there are indeed no sound <clears throat> no sound effects in this song <laughs> no no corny sound effects well so you so you remember um you remember hearing this for the first time when it originally came out do you remember liking it or was it just kind of there and it didn't really affect you um well i would say that i liked it this is also a time when in my music consumption was very limited to whatever it was limited in general and it was limited to whatever was on the pop landscape. And, uh, yeah, I liked this song. I don't think it was as engaging to me as jam. Um, and it wasn't as much as a spectacle as black or white. Um, it was, you know, to me it was just, like it was one of those songs I think and I think this is something a lot of people if it came on the radio I'm not going to change the station but I'm also not going to go dialing around looking for it okay so I, I'm assuming that the, the radio is probably where you were exposed to it yeah the radio or MTV okay. uh, I would there, there ima- imagine him um, but I'm not sure it got much play in the US hmm um, or if I'm not actually, I'm not sure it got any play now that I'm, now that I'm looking at it. Well, it must've received some play because it was a single and, um, I remember it Raleigh. Okay. And, well, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know what you're trying to imply about my life. I don't know. It says right here specifically in Wikipedia, James Green does not actually remember this video. See, that's that they're talking about my father. My father's oh. James Green. I'm James Green Jr. <laughs> I'm going to have to edit that then. Yeah, please. Would you get on that because that's causing me a lot of frustration. See, and also, you know, and the video was directed by David Fincher, who by, by that time had made his name as a video director. And the, I definitely remember watching the video, and it wasn't like you know explosively amazing or anything, but it was like, yeah, you know, uh, the video is certainly it was a staple of that time. Okay. Um, I I never saw the video as a as a youth, nor heard the song. So I just I just experienced all of these things for the first time today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So I'm not. I came into this with nothing other than uh, other Michael Jackson songs that I've heard before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm basically just comparing it to the rest of Dangerous. And uh, apparently it didn't light. I mean, you're not kind of tipping your hat one way or the other, whether or not you liked it, <laughs> or maybe you're waiting to tell us that. 
Well, I'll, I'll tip my hat now. I did. I like the song. Okay. A fair bit. All right. Um, okay. Let me, uh, let me play a little bit for the uh, folks that need their memories jostled. Mm-hmm. Is that, is that ringing any bells for anybody out there? <laughs> That's This is definitely a portion of the song that I have no memory of. Um, <laughs> and it um, it's very, it, 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 may, it has two memories in my mind kind of crashing together, which are the, the opening to Spirit by Dougie Fresh is very similar to this, ah. and which is on the Ghostbusters 2 soundtrack. And also, <laughs> it reminds me of... Uh, like, I, I can't think of a, the specific instance or the specific uh, skit or whatever it was, but there definitely was something on Saturday Night Live once where Will Ferrell was singing, like, trying to sing, like, choir just by himself off key. And uh, that's what I, 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 I'm envisioning Will Ferrell doing that. Um, so, but... It's not overwhelming me. I can still enjoy who is it and this. Like, I'm picturing cathedrals and uh, hunchbacks. Here's your, here's your Dougie for us. Oh, shit. Dig it. Dig it. Dig it. Yep. Check it out. <laughs> That's spirit. I don't have Fred. All right. Yeah, I heard that. I, I, I didn't uh, go back to that. Um, this the intro took me to this track. This is what it reminded me of. (laughs) I don't know what that is at all. Little Fleetwood Mac. Oh, is that on one of their more famous albums? That is, that was, uh, yeah, that was a big single for them, Little Lies. It was, uh, Stevie Nicks didn't sing it, though. Uh, it what? Was, uh, oh, oh, yeah, Tommy Lies, Tommy Sweet Little Lies, yeah. right, that one? Yeah, the rest of the song doesn't sound at all like this song, but okay. that's that, that was what reminded me. That's what the intro, the cathedral intro reminded me of. Not so much in that it was cathedral, like a chorus, um, but the the riff itself kind of was similar to me. Sort of a similar intro. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I believe in this song, um, this is another one where uh, from the intro, things kind of depart. So I, I, I th- I'm, not even, I'm not even sure if the cathedral sound comes back. Um, if it's like under there the whole time, but this is certainly the beginning is the only time there's really much focus on it. So mm-hmm. it's kind of, that's kind of been, uh, the thing for Michael on this album. Most of the songs just have an intro that start mm-hmm. and then disappear. Yeah. Um, you want to hear some more? I do Raleigh. No, don't play any more of the song for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I guess it's still there. Yeah, I can a little bit. Sound. Or the, yeah, there it is. I'm feeling it. Mm-hmm, I'm digging mm-hmm. it. I mean, it's, it's interesting that it, uh, now that you say that it was so big and it was more had a more substantial uh, popularity in Europe. Um, I can see that it has a it has a European feel, mm-hmm. but it's still it's not something I you know uh, not to brag or anything, Raleigh, but I've I've been to Europe a couple times, <laughs> um, and I you know definitely I listen to the radio over there a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And I could just to see what it was like. And yeah, there is a certain, there is a definite feel. It's, it's difficult to, um, like maybe map out or put into words, uh, or for me to put into words, but there is a certain kind of feel that, uh, that popular music has there that is absent here. It's maybe more of a, more of a danceability or more like more of an atmosphere of some sort. And I feel like, yeah, you can kind of hear it here for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I have, uh, I've heard of Europe. I haven't actually been there. <laughs> okay. Well, I can, I can, it's not a myth. It's real. I've been there. The theory, uh, this theory of Europe. Yeah. <laughs> the mythical the, the Eiffel European, Tower is not fictional. Um, the mythical European continent. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, I, that's always something that's, very, that's been very interesting to me because um, it seems that although uh, Europe consumes a lot of our our entertainment properties, a lot of our arts, it is, there is a huge, there's a huge portion that's, you know, they're only taking what they want or they're only taking what's, uh, you know, uh, maybe this is stating the obvious, but what appeals to their sensibilities. And there certainly is a a market of their own producing art. And it's very, yeah, it was very interesting to see the types of things. Like, like this song's a great example. Like this, yeah, I'm sure this, no, the song didn't make a huge impression on uh, the United States or as huge an impression as a lot of other Michael Jackson songs. But, you know, yeah, it did. Like, I just, just perusing in the Wikipedia, they said, that, like, right after Michael Jackson's death, this song re-entered the charts in, in several countries there, or at least one country. Mm-hmm. So... That's definitely, yeah, I feel like when he died here, suddenly it was like, you know, beat it and a thriller and all that. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was shocked to see that too. Um, <clears throat> well, I, maybe not shocked. Um, I, I definitely see how this, this song is very different than everything we've heard so far. Not, <clears throat> uh, not counting Heal the World, which was in a different, a completely different place. Um, this one, still has some of the the 90s you know electronic early electronica kind of deal to it um <clears throat> but it sounds very different than um all the previous tracks um first it's it's a little slower it's uh it's the the instrumentation's a little more sparse there's really there's not too much going on there's just like it's not even a real drum beat it's just like a I don't even know how to describe it. Um, it's like cracks and snaps, crackles and pops, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that could be one way to say it. This is from the Rice Krispie era of New Jack Swing. 
<laughs> you know, I love that you're going there. I just love that you're going there. <laughs> I, actually, I can't even say this doesn't even seem like New Jack Swing whatsoever, right? I mean, is there any? No, yeah, no, no, that, no. It, it, it's not. It doesn't sound like New Jack Swing at all. Okay. And uh, yeah, that's that's the more and more that I let it sink in. It is so like kind of like ethereal and like there's a touch of Enya in there or something. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, of course, uh, well, of course this is like, you know, has a, appeals to like, you know, a different kind of sensibility. I, I felt the same, uh, watching the video. Are you, is, are you getting broke? Is your house getting broken into? <laughs> uh, can you hear that? Yeah. Are you what was, that? That up? was that a dog, uh, trying to break through your windows? Tell me what you heard. Did you hear like a rumbling? It was just some shuffling. Yeah. It sounded like a yeah, door. Yeah. No, they're knocking the drywall or oh. something off the exterior <laughs> of my house. Uh, so, by the way, construction has been ongoing at my uh, complex. Okay. So, if you ever hear a weird, anytime there's a weird noise in the background, that's what it is. I think I think we're gearing up for some construction on our roof sometime within the next few weeks. So, as soon as your construction's done, I think it's going to. You'll be hearing it on my end. <laughs> you know, do you think for the final episode of this podcast, we should meet up like in between Florida and New Jersey and do it like in a hotel room where there's no construction going on? <laughs> yeah, but if, if we do it in a hotel, then there's not going to be any internet connection. <laughs> yeah, there will. What are you talking about? Well, actually, you know what? We won't need an internet connection if we're doing it together. So are you staying at the... Are you staying at the the days in 1988 <laughs> Listen, because I hope before the final episode of this podcast, you and I are actually in the same place at the same time. It's going to listen. That's what I'm saying. It's <laughs> no, going mean... to happen. It's going to, it's inevitable. I think for the last episode, <laughs> you, myself and Kirk and Lamar, just all converge somewhere. And Teddy Riley, Teddy Riley, <laughs> Janet and the surviving Jackson family. <laughs> Um, Bill Bottrell, yes, Macaulay. There you go. Paris, Paris, and Blanket, and uh, Prince, and and both princes, Michael, the kid, and the kid who did Macaulay's part uh, (laughs) on the black or white recording. LTV, (laughs) LTV, Rex and Effects. Let's just keep uh, naming shit from this album, and we'll do it at Heavy D's gravesite. Did you say Heavy D's gravesite? Yeah. Would you okay. prefer Michael's gravesite? Where? No, I thought you said. I thought for some reason I thought you said EMD's gravesite. EMD? Who's EMD? Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Does Heavy D even have a gravesite? <laughs> I was just going to ask you. Does Michael Jackson have a gravesite? He does, but it's not. Uh, it's not accessible to the public. Really? Where is it yeah. then? It's uh, in Los Angeles. It's at it's at like Forest Lawn or one of those big cemeteries. Huh. Okay. Um, can't even break in. Have you broken? Sorry? You can't even break into it. Like, is it like in a in a in a mausoleum or something, or like something locked up? Um, I don't think it's just in an area. It's just in like a private. I, I really don't know. I've never. I I tried to look at that online, but uh, um, it didn't. Like, I don't. I don't know. You couldn't really tell. You seem like the kind of person to me that would. Um, break into a graveyard to uh, to see the site of someone that you were into. Uh, does it seem that way because I've I've done that many times and documented <laughs> it on Facebook? Is that why you're saying that? Because uh, 
I didn't realize that you had admitted breaking into places. I know you, I know you visited a lot of grave graveyards. I mean, breaking in is such a loaded term. Um, (laughs) you know, because sometimes that, you know, I listen, I've never, I've never trespassed on private property. Anytime someone has been buried someplace that's not public land, I've never, you know, I've never uh, done that. But, um, trying to think i mean i feel like i've definitely been to grave sites like after hours mm-hmm. and uh before we i'm gonna circumnavigate that uh and my own guilt and anything by saying heavy d is buried buried at ferncliff cemetery in hartsdale which uh i think i've been to i went there i think that's where a couple wizard of oz figures are buried mm. but Listen, I'll listen. This is what we'll do. I'll come up to New Jersey. We'll hit that Metro North to Hartsdale, and we'll record <laughs> the final episode at Heavy D's grave. <laughs> I, I look forward to to a time when we are in the same room doing doing this podcast together. It'll it'll happen. I don't I don't, yeah. I don't want to wait until the last episode, but it'll it'll happen <clears> at some point. <throat> we, I promise. I vow. That's right. our promise to you, the yeah. listener. That's the Jackson Jackson guarantee. <laughs> we don't guarantee quality. We don't guarantee accuracy. We don't guarantee intelligence or thoughtful discourse. We guarantee that we will be in the same room at some point. Yeah. And we also guarantee that this will be 100% unedited. That's another. Uh, that's that's the second commandment of the Jackson Jackson uh, guarantee. <laughs> Do we have a whole set of commandments? I don't know. I think... It, we're only nine episodes in (laughs) to have, to have two, to have two commandments by nine episodes. That's not bad. Uh, another commandment is I will always talk through my nose. I will never, (laughs) uh, utilize my diaphragm. Uh, I will always sound this way. Mm. I'm not really a diaphragm guy either. I'm I'm more of a throat guy. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to speak through my diaphragm. I don't know how to sing through my diaphragm. I don't know how to. I don't know how to sing properly whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Anyway, so let me allow me to segue into uh, Michael. What what happens with Michael Jackson's voice in this track? It is also a bit different than uh, most of the songs on Dangerous that we've heard so far. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit it now. Sound different to you? He sounds he sounds upset. Mm. He sounds uh, like he's choked up. He sounds, uh, in addition to the emotions, I think he also sounds deeper. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, well, both. As the song goes on, I guess we find both emotionally deeper and. Uh, but I, I'm talking about the uh, the the. What am I talking about? A deeper octave. <laughs> I feel like he's he's singing deeper and maybe a little slower, almost to the point where I would uh, I wouldn't be surprised if if his voice was maybe stretched out a little uh, to uh, like maybe this was recorded in a different key and then it was um, slowed down intentionally. I understand where you're coming from with that, but I think this also is a good opportunity to point out that many people have said 
that Michael Jackson, that this is what his like speaking voice was really like, and he affected the other voice in public. And you can kind of hear that in those. I mean, whatever, you, you know, clearly Michael Jackson was abusing tons of drugs at the end of his life, and it's impossible to tell how that was affecting him. Or it's totally possible to tell how that was affected. But in those final recordings where you, they say, hear Michael Jackson's real voice, like he is, like he's definitely on something but his voice sounds like this is very much like you know it's not the michael jackson that we you know hear talking like peter pan or whatever (laughs) yeah yeah i mean that's i'm not complaining i'm I'm certainly not uh i also don't i'm not trying to accuse michael i'm just saying uh he's had so many sort of different voices uh so far on this album that uh, it's hard. It's hard to know which one is the natural one, or uh, yeah, maybe he just deserves credit. He's the kind of person that can uh, take on a lot of different styles and a lot of different, uh, a lot of different timbres. I suppose is that the mm-hmm. is that the right word? Uh, timbers, timbers, timbers. He took on Amber Tamlin, but it didn't work <laughs> out. I don't know. Uh, I saw. When David Cross and Amber are they married? Yes. Uh, I went to um, to see Mastodon and uh, and shit who and Death Clock. Uh-huh. <laughs> and who else was there? I think Converge might have been there and High on Fire as well. And David Cross and Amber Tamblin were right in front of me. <laughs> really? Like they were right in front of our group hanging out. And they were all over each other. <laughs> really? During huh. during Death Clock. <laughs> or it may have been during Mastodon. I can't remember who who played last. <laughs> you know, that's uh my mother the last time my mother wanted to be like, Hey, look at me. I, I, I follow I keep up with entertainment news. <laughs> I was talking about David Cross or watching something with David Cross at our house and she's like, Is that Amber Tamblin's husband? <laughs> And she had this look on her face like, I know about things. <laughs> and I was like, yes, mother. That's correct. Um, I didn't see any celebrities when I, I attended a Mastodon concert in, oh, I don't remember, 2006 maybe. Um, but uh, I did not see any celebrities. Um, but their uh, entrance music was uh, that DJ Assault song, Ass and Titties. <laughs> that was amusing that's funny that kind of that goes along with the uh their new video with all the twerking oh i i'm i'm unfamiliar i'm not as hip as my mom i don't keep up with that stuff <laughs> well you you ask your mom about uh the new the new mastodon twerk video and uh i will what? i i would love nothing more than to discuss twerking with my mother we'll get her for the mastodon episode next week <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh 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 <laughs> Um, all right, so uh, we also have some lyrics. He's he is saying some words, <laughs> and uh, I'll try to figure them out. There, I think it's not too hard this time. Um, I gave her money. I gave her time. Next one's a little little confusing. Uh, I gave her everything uh, inside of uh, one heart could find. I don't know. Exactly. Uh, inside one heart could find. Inside one heart could find. Okay. All right, that's fine. I'm on board so far. It's a decent opening. Very interesting that he leads this impassioned rant with, I gave her money. Well, yeah. I mean, 
if he's really emo, he's so emotionally broken up, and that's the first thing I gave her money. Like to me, I don't know, Michael. Seems like, uh, wait, are you concerned with your heart or your wallet? <laughs> well, I, I can't help but, um, but assume that this song is not a first person. Well, it's it's in first person, but I can't I can't assume that this is an actual personal experience that Michael's gone through. Um, I, I tend to think that all his, uh, all his songwriting is a character or not all of it, but uh, quite a bit of it. Um, especially the, the boy, boy meets girl things. I feel like he's just sort of, uh, telling a story and it's possible in this, in this, um, in this case, uh, it's not him, and the main character may actually not be such a great person. He might be a shallow person. Yeah, maybe, maybe. And also, and that that might be the lesson. It's like, you know, stop worrying about who your girlfriend your your girlfriend ran off with, uh, or your your lover ran off with someone who isn't concerned with money. Mm-hmm. Um and. Uh, to his to his credit the video i don't know which i don't know which came first the concept for the video or the lyrics for the song um the video is uh the main character is a person who is being uh duped by a call girl mm. so so he is presumably giving her money and not in the you know well, the traditional boyfriend girlfriend sense yeah, if you but if you hire a call girl, you're you don't you're not going to give her your very soul. <laughs> well, actually, I'm not I'm not sure if he knows she's a call girl, so maybe he's not giving her money. I don't know how does that how does that work? <laughs> you you have I don't to know, know. Raleigh. I've never had to hire an escort, <laughs> so I can't even fucking tell you. Uh, uh, I that's tried like I was trying a gotcha there, but uh, you you didn't well fall you're, for you you have to get up a little bit earlier to <laughs> to trap me, buddy. <laughs> All right. What else did you give her? I gave her passion. And what else did you give her? My favorite soap. <laughs> you gave her passion and your favorite soap? Your very, my very soul. <laughs> I gave her promises and secrets so untold. I gave her promises and secrets so untold. Yes, secrets like and the mystery just, of the pyramids. They're not just untold. They're so untold. There's listen, you know, <laughs> like when a housewife has a hot flash and then like a mine in South Africa collapses. That is an untold secret. That's so untold. Nobody so can even. Untold. I'm not even going to attempt to explain that. <laughs> and and in exchange, what did she do, Michael? You promised me forever and the day we live as one We made our vows, we live a life anew And she promised me in secret that she'd love me for all time It's a promise so untrue Tell me what will I do Oh, a little transformation there as the morphing sequence has begun. <laughs> <laughs> yes, initiate morphing sequence. <laughs> um... And she promised me forever and a day we'd live as one. We mm-hmm. made a vow to live a life anew. Mm-hmm. And she promised me in secret that she'd love me for all time. Yeah. So promise, so untrue. 
tell it's me. A prom- oh, go ahead. It's a promise so untrue. It's a, it's a promise so untrue. Tell me why, or tell me what will I do? Yeah. Okay. Now this whole this whole section to me um, seems almost like the flip side of the spoken word sections in in the closet. Um, unfortunately, I did not uh, I did not load up the lyrics to in the closet mm-hmm. for this, um, but I feel like in in that. Uh, Michael is the one pulling the girl aside and saying, listen, uh, uh, here's, this is just going to be our secret. And let's, let's, let's promise to make this vow right now that we're just going to keep it in the closet. Uh, yeah, yeah. And now, now he's doing the complete opposite. Now he's on the other side of the, uh, of the coin. Doesn't feel so good. Doesn't Mike, (laughs) you know, and this is a, Whenever you're having to promise somebody something as a secret, that's not a good sign of a strong, bold love. You should be able to promise somebody in public, in the middle of Target, while you're <laughs> shopping for uh, a plastic container, yeah. to be like, hey, listen, I love you forever and a day, and uh, you know, I have a love so true. Let's hit up Dairy Queen after this. Yeah. <laughs> And continue the celebration in front of everybody at the Dairy Queen. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and you can be, become the Dairy Queen of Pop. Yes, that's uh, that's what I aspire <laughs> to becoming the the Dairy. I can't even think of a Dairy Queen menu item to uh, throw into that <laughs> joke. So we have blizzards. Is that the is that Dairy Queen blizzards? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah. DQ Blizzard. I wasn't. I wasn't a big Dairy Queen person in my life, but uh, I wasn't either, which is odd because, and I feel like maybe I've mentioned this before. Um, I was raised in a town that was very small and did not have any uh, fast food restaurants at all. We only had uh, a Dairy Queen on the edge of town and a uh, Pizza Hut hmm. and a Friendly's and a Dunkin' Donuts. We didn't have anything else, so you would think that I would have been like. Yeah, let's hit up that Dairy Queen. But. Was it a, a, a Dairy Queen that was just desserts, or was it one of the Dairy Queen plus food? Um, I don't remember because I think I mean it was mainly for it was it, its main um, source. I feel like its main source of income or commerce was the dessert factor. I don't know if it had okay the other stuff. I wish we had a uh, so Kirk Halley's wife, Cindy. Um, was a Dairy Queen employee, and we were we were talking about this recently. She remembers all the uh, all the ins and outs of the Dairy Queen business. <laughs> I feel like was that conversation on a Facebook thread somewhere? I remember seeing something like it, that. It may have spilled into the internet onto the internet. And first, and I mean, I what a bold step to reveal Kirk Halley's wife's name and former <laughs> profession uh, on this podcast. <laughs> Maybe she'll uh, be a guest someday. You know, and didn't Kirk work at a Waffle House? Kirk did work at a Waffle House, yeah. In like Briefly. Fort Myers or in uh, Pensacola or something? Somewhere in Florida. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember that's when we met. That was like, uh, you know, I was like, oh, wow, that's crazy that you, uh, you know, did that. Mm-hmm. And his friendlies, friendlies is the place that had the baseball caps in the Sunday, yes. right? Yes. They still do. You know, they still do another, that? much like Europe. Friendlies is shrouded in mystery and myth. People aren't sure if it exists. <laughs> I 
I have seen friendlies as recently as two years ago. There were two separate friendlies locations in upstate New York still thriving. <laughs> I'm sure there are friendlies in, in my neighborhood somewhere. We just have New Jersey has just has so many diners that, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it would be ridiculous to have a friendlies in New Jersey. Yeah. Don't worry, Raleigh. Uh, while we're, uh, I'm I'm consulting Google Maps to see the friendly situation. <laughs> I'm I'm ninety nine percent sure that sometime in my life I had a Phillies hat from Friendlies. Mm-hmm. So there had to have been one in New Jersey. <laughs> okay. Well, there are at least seven thousand i'm currently in uh, the central florida area central florida you have three friendlies options so uh now moving up the eastern seaboard uh oh gosh i don't know if this is actually um no google maps is really getting it done here i think it's just searching in the orlando area um Oh no, they're okay. They're all over the Northeast. Yeah, you should yeah. have no issues finding them. In uh, you're in Jersey City. I am. Well, let me tell you, if you're in Jersey City, there is a yeah. There's two. There's at least two two friendlies locations uh, that you can get to. Right now, uh, they're not. They're no. They're a little okay. One is uh, they're one's kind of near Patterson. Mm-hmm. The other is between Belleville and Verona. <clears throat> Should I take this on the road? Yeah, let's take the podcast on the road right now. All right, let's, uh, we have time. We have a lot to talk about still. All right, do it. <laughs> right, Fucking go. go friendlies. Getting in the car. All right, awesome. Do you have any drive? I, I don't hear the engine running. Can you give me some uh, <laughs> room? Room. <laughs> I have keys. excellent. Where's my keys? <laughs> That's real. <laughs> yeah, that is real. That is real. Um, while you were while you were looking up friendly's uh, locations, I looked up the in the closet lyrics just to uh, just to quickly compare the two. So uh, <laughs> from uh-huh. from in the closet, the the post chorus lyrics are. Just promise me whatever we say or whatever we do to each other. For now, we'll make a vow to just keep it in the closet. And, so many vows. Yeah. And then, uh, who is it? Is uh, promise me forever and a day we'll live as one. Make a vow to live a life anew. Promise me in secret that she love me for all time. It's promise so untrue, but whatever. It doesn't matter where the rest of that goes. But it's very similar i mean it's equal and opposite i would say mm-hmm. um but he does he's he's clearly ramping up to something by the end of that um let me rewind that a little bit just so you can prepare yourself for what's coming next Ooh, and she promised me in secret that she loved me for all time it's a promise so untrue tell me what will i do Stop it right there. So 
in terms of composition, we're just uh, we're just, we just keep ramping up, and uh, to me that feels like it's the chorus. Um, but there's even more coming after that that may be considered a chorus. So it's mm, it's sort of a yeah. it's it's a unique uh, it's a unique composition, I think. Yeah, it's a bit of a pre-chorus, a, a lengthy preamble. Yeah, pre-chorus. Super catchy that whole that whole section. I really like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, unrelated, you want to take a guess where the northernmost friendlies <laughs> is in the United States? Alaska. Um, in the continental United States, <laughs> the northernmost. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I will say. Uh, Concord. No, it's Concord. Concord's New Hampshire, right? I will say. It is New. I will say, or is it Massachusetts? Or is there one? Concord of, is in New Hampshire. There's one of each, right? I will say Concord, New Hampshire. Well, you're incorrect. Um, <laughs> it looks like by just maybe like a mile or a half a mile, it's uh, Plattsburgh, New York. But uh, I'm telling you, this one in Waterville, Maine is like right right under it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so that's – and I definitely passed that friendlies uh, in Plattsburgh. Didn't, didn't eat there, but I passed it. Now, can you – just, just to put my mind at ease, can you tell me if there's one in Alaska? I can do that for sure. Absolutely. Um. <laughs> 100% unedited, folks. <laughs> 100%. Well, Raleigh. Okay. There's a friendly oil change in Alaska. <laughs> And they they put it in a in a baseball cap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is these are the results for, for Friendly's Alaska. Friendly oil change, something called Backdoor, which looks like a coffee shop. Uh, locals pub and pizzeria, the Lighthouse Christian Fellowship, hmm. and uh, a smoked salmon smokehouse. All friendly places, I presume. Friendly places, but not Friendly's <laughs> franchises. Uh, and this oil change place doesn't even look like it's in, it looks like it's in the middle of a national park. Oh, no, that's Juneau. Okay, I didn't realize Juneau was like, there's this whole area of Alaska that's kind of cordoned off in green, and it looks like it's part of a national park. I don't know. My Nas of Alaska is zilch. Is that, so. is that the oil district? Uh, I don't know. It's It appears to be on the outskirts. Oh, okay. Now, see, this is an interesting little... Uh, I'm zooming in, and like there's a little there's a little white sliver that is Juno exists in the middle of this national park. Raleigh, I got to tell you, exploring things on Google Maps is way more interesting than Michael Jackson's artistry. Well, I, I will say, I I, uh, I discovered recently on Google Maps, or I don't know if it's technically Maps or Earth, or if they're one and the same these days. There's a tilt function now, which is really awesome when you're when you're using the satellite view. And you're and you're zoomed in pretty far. You can you don't have to look at things just from above anymore or street view. You can you can tilt your angle and rotate. So it's almost, really it's almost like you're a drone flying over the neighborhood. Raleigh, I propose when we meet up to do our episode together in person that we broadcast live from the Duck Creek Market in downtown <laughs> Juneau. Okay, let's do it. 
I mean, it's a stone's throw from Glacier Valley Elementary School. Uh huh. The Glacier Cinemas is right around the corner. There I has mean, to be Michael listen, Jackson fans there. I'm, I imagine there's a time. I imagine Alaska is rife with Michael Jackson fans. They're everywhere. They're certainly rife. They're, they're all over the internet. And you know what's I I uh, I, I go to the to the YouTube's and I spam uh, Michael Jackson videos with our our podcast address. And yes. I'm amazed by the amount of people that comment on Michael Jackson videos that are like all about how sexy Michael Jackson is. That is like an overwhelming majority of people that have things to say about Michael. Everything really? is like, Oh, he's so sexy. It hurts. Or like, like, Oh, I don't know what I would do. He's this man is so sexy. It's, it's really weird. Why? Because you don't think Michael Jackson's sexy? I just that um that mm-hmm. still people are are going nuts over it over him. Mm-hmm. Like, well, people do the same thing. I mean, I'm sure if you look up like Elvis stuff, there are people typing the same thing. Yeah, yeah, I, probably. I, I think that might be equally as weird. Uh, Raleigh. There's no accounting for personal taste. That's and I mean, if I were to reveal my celebrity crushes that I held as as a growing boy, I'm sure you would be possibly shocked, but, possibly disgusted, but possibly you, confounded. Would you Would you say sexy though? Doesn't to me the the just the adjective sexy is sort of awkward. Um, it's not awkward if I'm talking. If I if it's not awkward if I'm talking to a. Uh, I, it's okay. It's a little awkward in the context of a YouTube comment. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Um, I, I mean, uh, but you also strike me as the type of guy who would not generally throw out like sexy as like a as a descriptor. Yeah, very often. I, I would not. I don't know if I would. I you know I feel like it isn't often that I confront things in in the world that are super sexy or that are so sexy <laughs> I must comment upon them. Yeah. But I feel like I would not hold back if I saw something like I certainly if I saw like a like if I saw a sports car or something, I probably wouldn't be like, hey, that's a sexy car. Yeah. Um and even if I saw like somebody I wouldn't be like, hey, that person is sexy. I, I feel like I would discuss. I don't know. I don't know. This is. I feel like yeah. I'm falling down a well. Well, well it uh, seems. It seems to me that like sexy is the preferred adjective of YouTube Michael Jackson fans, and I think all that combined is weird to me. Well, I don't know. I get your. But right. that's There's also no- a place where you can. You can. You know. I mean, no one. You know, the YouTube comments are relatively anonymous. No one's gonna like. Be like, I can't believe Raleigh Hatch is describing this spoon as sexy on YouTube. <laughs> maybe I'm gonna maybe I'm gonna start doing that. Using I'm gonna start using sexy more often. What? Tell me something you think that's, in life is sexy, that's, Raleigh. That's that's the fourth Jackson Jackson commandment. <laughs> 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 I I don't know. I think that's such a strange word. Like, what is what does it mean? Like, I something to have sex with. Or something, something that something that something is something able that to have sex. Discern- no, not the, not. <laughs> it's not always something that you want to have sex with. It's something that has discernible sex appeal. Has discernible sex appeal. Okay. Well, I would, <laughs> I would, I would prefer to say, "Wow, that has discernible sex appeal." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what are, are you, Mister Spock? I feel like this is part of the. This is a part of your makeup that you're not like. 
<laughs> no, uh, I just I just think it's a it's just a strange it's just a strange word to me. That's that's really. I mean, it depends. Like, I will say this. Like, that's definitely something where if you say that, or you, if you use that word, you have to like make sure your tone is just right, or else you're going to sound like a maybe slightly creepy. Yeah. Like you know? hot, like hot. I would, I would, hot would be my go-to word any, any time. Like, but isn't that interchangeable with sexy? It probably is, but it's less awkward. How, I don't, but I don't understand it why. Just, Cause you're not saying sex. It just is. Maybe I, maybe that's, maybe that's it. Maybe uh, cause I would say hot is more of a slang term. You know, it's more of a, it's not, not that it's subtle, but it's more of a, like, has multiple meanings. Um, it's more of not not quite an entendre, but it's it just uh, it's it's maybe less old fashioned. <clears throat> like saying something's cool is not this is like I don't know. Yeah, but it also I think it always it always kind of depends very much on the speaker because like if you know if a fifteen year old kid says something is cool, that's going to carry more weight in certain circles. Then if like Kevin Nealon shows up and says, "Hey, that's cool," okay, or like uh, for people who don't, you know, or if uh, like a someone our fucking age or older, you know, or even if like somebody said, you know, I don't know. It all depends on context and the way you say stuff. I think I think you can say, and that's kind of the that's the cool thing about language is like you can, if you know how to present it, you can say anything. Like, uh, and I feel that that is that is a huge reason why certain comedians are successful and certain comedians aren't successful so why certain musicians are successful and certain musicians aren't because you have to not it's not just what you're saying it's how you're saying it mm-hmm. but as for youtube commenters we i think we it's pretty well established that you know they're all they all seem kind of nuts so possibly because they're commenting on youtube videos yeah and 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 i think they they <clears throat> congregate on michael jackson videos <laughs> possibly i mean uh you know i have the youtube video for who is it open and just scrolling down to the first comment the first comment is left by a user whose name is michael jackson and their avatar is a photo <laughs> of michael jackson and their comment is happy birthday my love i miss you so much i want your hug my beautiful true king mm. which i mean that sounds like she could be talking to jesus he or she could be talking to jesus <laughs> uh, you know, and you know, going further down, uh, five years ago, we lost Michael in remembrance of him. And this is a long paragraph sliding our feet in reverse in attempt just to moonwalk like him. Wow. Uh, you know, well, of course I'm not finding the word sexy anywhere. So I'm, I'm being proved wrong. Oh yeah, I just did a control F for sexy on this comment thread. Nothing. Yeah, that's. I I think you're making this up, Riley. I think you're setting up the Michael Jackson fans for a big fall. I guess so. And I don't appreciate it. You know what? (laughs) That's it. I'm moving the. uh, I'm moving the Alaska Jackson Jackson podcast to uh, Southeast Waffle. Well, I think maybe you should pick a song. We'll we'll use a video that was more popular in the United States, because I mean. This this video, I think we're both looking at the same video because I just saw that comment. <laughs> this this video, uh, the description is also subtitled in uh, French, I believe. So I think this is a more European slanted audience. 
But does that mean that they're using does that mean, so you're saying that it's an American issue that people that people are saying <laughs> sexy too much? Yes. Yes, okay. that's, that's what I'm saying, I, I suppose. This, <laughs> this untested experiment. I'll uh I'll I'll line some good ones up for next week, maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> All right, back to back to this sexy song. <laughs> unedited people. This podcast is unedited. <laughs> Here comes the uh another chorus or I don't know if what you call this. Actually, we have a lot of lyrics that we haven't gone through. <clears throat> um, uh, taking it back a little bit, uh, we have that other chorus thing. Um, it And it doesn't seem to matter, and it doesn't seem right. Uh, this line, I don't quite know. Because um, the will sure. has brought no fractions. Because the will has brought no fortune. Fortune. Okay. Yeah. Uh, still I cry alone at night. Don't you judge... Uh, my composure yeah don't you judge of my composure composure. is what it says here okay because i'm lying to myself and Mm -hmm. the reason why she left me is she's finding someone else did she find someone else oh did she find someone else so what um to me uh did she find someone else the the word find i guess uh is sort of not awkward, but it could have been, uh, he could have easily had said fucking, is she fucking someone else? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, can you imagine if like the fifth single, like the fifth single off dangerous, like everything, all the controversy seems to have died down. Do you imagine if Michael Jackson had just been like thrown out of fuck? (laughs) That's where it would have, that's where it would have gone or that. And, uh, what was the other song? Was it, was it jam? I can't remember. I'm still uh I'm I'm still replacing stuff with shit anytime he says it. And and occasionally I'd like to hear a fuck from Michael Jackson. And I think, I don't this, think is, this is the song. You know, I feel like maybe I or I hope that Michael Jackson becomes like Richard Nixon in the sense that every few years like a new tape will be released <laughs> or you hear him muttering something insane. Mm-hmm. Possibly we'll get to hear him say shit, fuck, and all those other classic words that you and I both love to scream at the top of our lungs when we're broadcasting live from the Duck Creek Market in downtown (laughs) Juneau, Alaska. (laughs) Okay, so Michael's not saying fuck there, but... uh... But I, I like to think that... Um, wait, wait, Raleigh, Raleigh, what? he's not saying the fuck word? He's not saying the fuck word. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I, I can't believe I let that slip. Ugh. I'm, I'm, I'm losing it. Um, he, he's not saying fuck or fucking, um, but I think find is, is a code. Do we know, did he write this one by himself or did he have some help? Yes, he did. He, he wrote did? this all by himself. Okay. So it's not a case where someone else wrote the song and, <clears throat> and fuck was there and he had to change it to something a little more sanitary. Um, but I think I, I feel fuck when he says find <laughs> mm-hmm. because it fits. 
All right. Back to the these the, the post chorus or the real chorus. I don't know what it is. Who is it? Is it a friend of mine? Who is it? Who is it? Is it my brother? Who is it? Who is it? Somebody hurt my soul now. Who is it? I can't take this stuff no more. Mm-hmm. He should have said shit. He why said, are you so why are you so obsessed with Michael Jackson using profanity? He should have said, I can't take this fucking shit anymore. <laughs> I can't imagine? I can't take this can't even... mother this motherfucking shit anymore. <laughs> like I can't even imagine I don't even think I can imagine Jermaine Jackson saying that. <laughs> I can't take this motherfucking shit no goddamn more. I mean that I, that's even it would be harder for me to believe Michael Jackson's swearing than for him molesting children. <laughs> I don't know why that is. Like I can just never picture it. I just I hate the word stuff. <clears throat> I hate I hate that he uses that he uses that in a chorus multiple times on an album. Do you do you think it's just a garbage word? It's a garbage word. Yes, it's a garbage. <laughs> it's he wants to say shit. He wants to say shit. I know it. I feel it. Yeah, but Raleigh, this, the, the target audience for this is like, you know, nine-year-olds and housewives, right? doesn't matter. You know what? Michelle Branch did it. <laughs> and I know this is... You know, is, you I know need this to is, stop comparing every single living human <laughs> or every single living and deceased human to Michelle Branch, every single entity on this planet to Michelle Branch. I know that's that's a problem. I know this isn't this isn't the Michelle Branch podcast that I uh that I also envisioned. <laughs> that, uh, the one that I envisioned us doing on on alternating Tuesdays. I'm sorry that Michelle Branch is not as popular as Michael Jackson. I well, it's because we don't we haven't done the podcast for her. We're not we're not helping Michael at all with this podcast, but we would be helping uh Michelle Branch with a podcast, I think. Does she need our help? She does need our help. Her uh, her record label has not had much confidence in her for a long time now. You know, you're starting to sound like a crazy YouTube commenter. Well, I am a little crazy for Michelle Branch. I will I will <laughs> I will admit that. <laughs> how does how does your wife feel about that? Uh, she uh, probably pretends it doesn't exist. Now, I I took her to one Michelle Branch show. I've I've been I've been to a number of Michelle Branch concerts. <laughs> yeah. Um and I took my wife to one, I think. So wait, how many have you been to more than 3? I have been to more than 3 Michelle Branch concerts. <laughs> have you been more, been more to 5? I've been to more than 5. <laughs> <laughs> do you, I've probably have you, been to your Michelle Branch concert attendance <laughs> break double digits. I, it may be 10. No, Raleigh. Don't Maybe fuck it with might me. be around Listen, ten. I, I honestly, this, uh, I Raleigh, I can't take this motherfucking shit no more. <laughs> this you know damn well how many shit. you've been to. I don't actually. And if we, you know, if we had a podcast about Michelle Branch on alternating Tuesdays, I would take the time to go through each uh, each one of those experiences, and I would have a final tally for you. But right now, I don't have one. I, but I you apologize. think it's around ten? It's probably around ten. It's it's probably approaching ten, if not ten. I still think you're being coy on this. I think you <laughs> I'm know not. I'm not being exact coy. number, and it's I. I've never been more aggravated in my life. I don't. If if maybe if we want this episode to be 
well, we're only at an hour. I could, I could, I could think about all the times if you want. I could, we could go through it and have an official number. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that's, I don't think that's necessary. Uh, who's, who's backing down now? <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. <laughs> Raleigh, if you want me to be frank, I really don't give a shit how many Michelle Branch concerts you've been to. Yeah, it's okay. It's not important. I don't think it's important. All, I all, can hear. I can hear your heart breaking in your voice. No, 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 no. I'm yeah, just. Da, da, da. I'm. I'm just. I'm just saying. Uh, there is a lyric. I think. I'm trying to remember. I, I want to say it's on her second album, where she says, "I can't take this shit no more." I just can't take this shit no more. What song is that? I, I can't remember which song it is. But um, you know, there's no uh there's no explicit uh lyrics sticker on the cover of that album. It's okay. The 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 kids can the kids can take it. Shit if you say shit, it's still PG. It's still okay. I mean he's singing I don't know, he's I guess he, he's this is an adult song, right? Yeah. It's not like just this isn't teeny bopper stuff. Like this is we're talking about vows and uh I think, promises. I think like I agree with you in the sense that like if he wasn't gonna swear or if he wasn't gonna use language that would like you say when you're really experiencing these difficult emotions, like why couldn't he be more creative than just saying stuff? Like why couldn't he have just rent, written a more creative line? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean I yeah, I agree. I would uh I would favor a more creative line over stuff. I mean, over shit even like, I can't take this. I can't take, uh, this shit no more. Isn't, isn't in itself that creative of a line. Um, but he, you're right. He could have done better. Can we, can we both agree that he could do better than I can take this stuff no more? I can't take this stuff no more. Yeah. Yeah. I never disagree that he did that. Like, I mean, I was just fascinated with why you were so intent on hearing Michael Jackson swear. Listen, you you tell me you agree with me, but why are you kicking dirt in my eye? <laughs> um, possibly because you said something about the kids, <laughs> and uh, that made me you sound like Billy Crystal. Oh. Okay. Can you hear the construction that's happening right now? I hear some thumping. Yeah. Some tub thumping. God damn it! God damn it! <laughs> I saw that. That truck barreling down on me, and I didn't <laughs> stop it. All right, um, how do you how do you feel about the chorus? About the the combo chorus, the one two punch. I mean, it's it's memorable. It sticks. It has stuck in my mind all these years. Yeah, you know, it's to the point. It's concise. Yeah, I like it. I agree. Nice sounds. A little spooky. It's a little spooktacular. Uh, darkness mm-hmm. going on here now now things are about to get even darker uh, so i'm gonna i'm gonna go to the next verse i am the damned i am the dead i am the agony inside the dying head and let me <laughs> is this a cannibal corpse song what the fuck just happened i am the dead i am the dead Yeah. 
That's that's pretty goddamn dark. And he says damn too. So you're telling me he can he can say damn but he can't say shit? <laughs> I mean, you should, you're just angling. I'm sorry, listen, I'm sorry Michael Jackson never covered his Gigi Allen song. I'm sorry that never happened. <laughs> well, this is this is probably as close as it gets. I am the damned, I am the dead, I am the agony inside a dying head. Yeah. That is pretty dark. That's pretty dark, right? Yeah. Yes. I mean that you, you know you could tell me that that's from a white zombie album and I would not bad an eye. <laughs> now that's uh to me that's a lot better than the I gave her money, I gave her uh time kind of yeah. deal. It's just we're we've up the ante here. <clears throat> and then we got a little spooky sound effect to go along with it. Let's play that again. I can't take this stuff no more. This isn't justice. Woe unto be. Woe unto thee. Woe unto thee. Okay. Mm. That's, I pray this punishment will have mercy on me. That's now, these are some deep lyrics and I'm, I'm proud of Michael for going to these <laughs> places. I'm mm. very happy with what he's doing here. Mm. Not just, not just because it's dark, but because it's, uh, it's, it's a little hyperbole, you know, we've got a, it's 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 way more interesting it's it's visually interesting not not it's not just like it doesn't just sound good it's we're also able to conjure up a picture from it yeah that's cool yeah and we can all relate to feeling that low yeah whoops as you promised me forever that we live our life as one we've been about to live a love so And this is a this is a similar take uh, to what we heard before, but he's changed the words a bit, which that's another another thing that I appreciate quite a bit. I like when uh, I like when people slightly rewrite uh, sections of a song, but still harken back to the original. Um, now it sounds like he's saying, "And she promised me forever that we'd live a life as one." Uh-huh. We made a vow to live a love so true. Uh-huh. It seems that she has left me for such reasons unexplained. Uh-huh. Uh, I need to find the truth, but see what will I do? Yes. Okay. It's good. And uh-huh. again, the morphing, the morphing into uh, <clears throat> the, the werewolf or the panther or whatever, whatever animal he becomes. The dirty dog is trying to get his woman back. <laughs> it doesn't seem to matter and it doesn't seem right. Cause the wind has gone no fucking still. I cried alone at night. And don't you judge ever my composure. Cause I'm bothered every day. And she didn't leave a letter. She just up and ran away. Oh. It's another, another.
another section where he's slightly changing the lyrics, but still, <sighs> still is anchored to the same original idea. Doesn't ma- doesn't seem to matter, and it doesn't seem right because the will has brought no fortunes. Still, I cry alone at night. Uh, yeah. That's the same. Uh, don't you don't you judge me of a my composure because <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm bothered every day. And she didn't leave a letter. She just upped and ran away. Mm-hmm. It's good. Okay. He's making uh, there some of those lines like she didn't she didn't leave a letter. She just upped and ran away. I mean that's pretty simple. It's a pretty simple line, but he's he's it's dripping with drama. Well, I mean, I don't know if you've ever been in that situation, Riley, when someone has just up and left you with no written explanation. <laughs> but uh, I mean, that is pretty confounding when someone just leaves you without any like narrative as to what's happening. Yeah, oh, Riley, I'm go I'm going to a dark place myself right now. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doubting that this isn't a. Uh, <clears throat> It's a, it's a complex feeling, absolutely. But it's, several it's winters very... ago, Riley, <laughs> I was uh, no, no, no. But yeah, I mean, it's it's a com- it's a complex feeling that he's using a very simple lyric for, mm-hmm. and it and it doesn't sound out of place. Mm-hmm. So that's a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. <laughs> You don't know, you know. No, I know. I, it was clear you were complimenting him. And she didn't. She didn't send an email. <clears throat> she didn't send a. She didn't send an email. She just. She just up and logged off. She didn't Snapchat him. <laughs> she didn't send him a text. She, she just unfriended him on Facebook. Mm. Yeah. All right, and now we're we're back into the who is it section. Who is it? All right, so this this section, uh, this is we've heard this section before. Also, I I will say that um, the is it a friend of mine? Is it my brother? To me, is kind of the weakest part of the song so far. It's not bad. Um, he definitely redeems himself with the you know the the emotion of I can't take it because I'm lonely. Uh-huh. Or the I can't take this stuff no more. I mean, he's he's yelling these sections by by the end of by the end of them. Um, but I will say that I, I do think that the is it a friend of mine? Is it my brother? It's kind of it's a little weak. Yes. Well, are you saying words? Are you having a stroke? No, no. I think I'm having <laughs> a stroke. Um, <laughs> I don't know, like, I think, why is it weak? Why do you consider it weak? Uh, <clears throat> I'm not, I, I don't know. I, it, it seems, it seems really on the nose. Um, is it a friend of mine? Like, is it my brother? I, I feel like, he could have still used the words friend and brother, but in a more subtle way. I'm not sure how I would have rewritten it. 
I don't know. I mean, obviously, yeah, I think the point is he's lash. He's upset and he's lashing out. And he's demanding answers that he's probably never going to get, or at least he's not going to get for a while. Yeah. I mean, it rings. It rings true to me, Raleigh. Rings true. Maybe I'm also sick of him saying "brother" in every song. <clears throat> that also well, doesn't help to me. I mean, it's every song, pretty much. I think. I think by the end of this, when we do when we do our dangerous. Um, wrap up episode i think it may have a super cut of brother <laughs> brother well you know stuff. It's, it's not surprising because i mean the man had issues of his brothers his brother his literal brothers not the brothers mm-hmm. you know maybe he did have issues with the brothers he had issues with you know the people he was related to yeah okay um but now we're now we're going to a bridge, which uh, I know he's saying things in them. I have not been able to uh, discern anything that happens in this. It, they they might just completely be ad libs, and I don't even know if you have lyrics for this section. But um, here comes here comes the bridge. Take it to the bridge. I'd mentioned that the beginning of the is it a friend of mine, is it my brother, to me it was sort of the weakest part uh, up until that point. But now that we've hit the bridge, the bridge is pretty weak. Um, it certainly goes on for way too long. Yeah, and when you just play it like that, it doesn't even seem like it's part of the same song. It seems like, to me, that sounded like the incidental music from like a montage yeah. In a movie where a kid is working on a science project and like <laughs> their estranged father is like watching and is like proud of them. <laughs> I I thought it sounded more like uh like uh, a love scene from Sliver. <laughs> How dare you. <laughs> With uh who was in that? Sharon Stone and a Baldwin. <laughs> yes. And two- un- an two, unidentified Baldwin. Two episodes in a row where we talk about Baldwins. Did we talk about Baldwins last time? Yeah, we talked about one of them. I think Kim Basinger came up in the last episode. God, was that in the episode or was that afterwards? I don't even remember. Oh, oh maybe you're right. Maybe. Oh, shit. Did I, did I just reveal too much about the after show? <laughs> Listen, we have an extravagant after show party every time we do this. Yeah, they get we longer crack open some champagne, and you know we just let loose. We just let loose. <laughs> that's where the magic is made. Yeah, I mean, listen, that's why we're gonna do a whole episode that's like they're a dangerous wrap up slash after party because we want you, we we appreciate your 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 listenership, and we just want to bring you into the party. <laughs> <clears throat> Um, okay, so the bridge. Uh, do you have do you have any lyrics actually confirmed for that section? 
I, th- uh, I feel like no, I'm no, not okay. in, not uh, in front of me. It doesn't even hear. Let me. I'll check a secondary source. It no, doesn't even okay. seem that. Uh, it doesn't even appear that like he's saying anything. He just kind of appears to be mumbling to himself. Or, yeah, I feel like I'm hearing something about quitting, or I don't even. I don't even know what the hell he's saying. It's whatever it is. It's not that important, and I don't think he wants us to know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but at the same time. Why? Why bother with that whole long section? Like, it's okay to have a little bit of a like. I have a middle eight, not a middle thirty-two. Right? Oh damn, Michael Jackson! You just got <laughs> pwned like a noob. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, not much happens. I mean, there's there's a little bit of tension in that section, but it, it could have. It could have been half as long or a quarter of a quarter as long and still accomplished the same thing, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and yeah, also, totally, totally. As we're, as we're mm-hmm. eventually going to discover, um, this song is too long. Um, uh, yeah, uh, yes, it is. <laughs> he repeats the same shit over and over. Yeah. And I felt like I was, you know, I feel like sometimes we do this, like it feels like maybe, okay, a lot of times we say, you know, he just the, the song goes on and on, and we don't really get to the end. We just say it repeats itself. And I was hoping this would not be the episode where you would say, "Okay, we gotta ca- we do that too much. We gotta carry this shit out to the, the bitter end <laughs> because it just repeats and repeats." Yeah. Um, our friend Kirk had a comment last week. Uh, I think it was on Facebook or something or Twitter. Maybe he was like, "I like the part where." Uh, you guys say, okay, there's only 19 seconds left of the song, and then you talk for another half hour. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but fuck her. All right? don't need, we don't need that attitude. Yeah, just because uh, schlock treatment can take a, a 90 to 120-minute movie and only talk about it for 60 minutes doesn't mean that we can't take a six-minute song and talk about it for three hours. <laughs> and they don't even play. Uh, they don't even play clips from the movie. Yeah. You know, they. I think they, they don't. They do, they do the trailer. Uh, get over <laughs> yourself, schlock treatment. Yeah. Well, they're gonna. We're gonna wish we didn't play the music on the day that iTunes decides to take all of our all of our uh, podcasts off the internet. <laughs> Listen, we're not charging for this. True. I don't think that's, that, my, I don't think that's, that's much of a defense, defense but <laughs> I mean, we are certainly getting contracts handed to us left and right, endorsement deals and uh, movie, <laughs> movie roles and yeah. all kinds of stuff. But we, we turn it down because mm-hmm. we have integrity and we want to keep it honest and, uh, and be able to play the music without making any money. You know, because when... It- we, no matter what happens, Ron and I will always be punk rock. And that's what <laughs> this is about. It's just doing the most punk rock Michael Jackson <laughs> podcast we can. That's the same reason I drive a 1997 Saturn, uh, because I'm keeping it real. <laughs> Do you drive a 1997 Saturn? No, that was a, that was a very obscure uh, reference Uh-oh. to something idiotic. I don't have a car at all. <laughs> oh, that's even more punk rock than a 97 Saturn. <laughs> you know, Raleigh, I've always, if, in the words, that I've always said, the late, great Joe Gear always said, if we were really punk rock, we'd just all go live in the woods. <laughs> True. In the, we'd live in the forest. 
with Michael yeah, Jackson. Yeah, like, like fucking Ewoks. Ewoks were the most <laughs> punk rock aliens ever. <laughs> I just want to I just want to tell you something. We're in the forest. <laughs> oh man. Earth song. Um okay, so we are back into uh Nothing new is going to happen in this song. From we are, ah! we're we're at the point where <laughs> where we are four minutes and five seconds, and nothing new is going to happen. From now on, it's all repeats. Um, but so we're it's gonna, like, yeah, we'll play it. We'll play it, and we'll see. Like, where do you feel? You just shout when you think the song should be done. Yeah, and I'll, maybe I'll do the same thing. should end but like not fade out I feel like like they should drop away instruments and it should end with Michael finally saying who is it <laughs> it's me yeah. it was me, me all Michael along <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is where it should end right here okay don't be judging right here who is it oh <laughs> <laughs> Killing me. Who is it? <laughs> Who is it? Oh, Jesus. There's still a lot more to go. <laughs> Dada. He's saying Dada because now it's it's so ridiculous that it's a Dada song. I heard Chiada. I think he's foreseeing the rise of uh, that Food Network hostess. <laughs> now this part is cool. We reveal. Yeah. We pull back to reveal that uh, Michael Jackson has been beatboxing the entire time, and we didn't know that. Well, how could we? He I think. He's the same shit over and over. Maybe it was the whole time. Who was it? It's me, Austin! Oh, <laughs> son of a bitch! <laughs> it's me, Austin! It was me all along, Austin! <laughs> <laughs> you know that makes up for not having the uh fuckboard sound. Uh Michael Jackson it was him all it was McMahon all along. <laughs> um 
Okay, yeah. So in 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 my version of the song, I think I think probably in both ver- both of our versions of the songs, it probably only would have been like five minutes long. Yeah, um, if that, that. Yeah, if that 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 whole beatbox section, I would have bumped up a lot sooner. Mm-hmm. There's there was no reason to repeat the chorus like sixteen times. I, I know that's an exaggeration, but it was it was quite a few times. Quite a few, uh, quite a few too many times. Even like, yeah, man, that kills me. Even in songs that I love, I can't take it when they go on too long. Like unless they're purposely, like unless that's their angle. Uh, like, um, like heal the world. No, like on um, the self-titled "Rocket from the Crypt" album, the final song, like, <laughs> kind of the the point is they play the chorus so many times that they run out of tape, and then you hear the tape break, mm-hmm. and like, okay, that's the joke. But like, like this is a good song, but you're just kind of like, it's just knocking. It feels like the CD skipping or something. Yeah, yeah. Not not <laughs> enough is happening in the background to justify. Um, the the repeated choruses like occasionally there's like a different like a violin sound or something playing mm-hmm. playing the melody um sometimes it's like an organ synthesizer kind of thing but it's it's not enough and certainly um uh the vocal ad-libs that he's doing it's no fucking remember the time probably um, i have to i hate to interrupt you but i have to immediately correct myself it's not the self-titled rocker from the crypt album that song is on it's live from camp x-ray which is not a live album it's a studio album it's very important i didn't i couldn't wait until our corrections next week what's the name of the song uh well that's a pretty good question let me uh let me uh let me uh let me uh let me repeat myself in a way uh too many balls too many balls yeah. All right. Maybe we'll just have that playing in the background. How long does this go on for? Like twenty minutes? No, it's only it's only a, it, the the song itself is only three minutes and forty eight seconds. But like they oh. repeat the chorus so many times, <laughs> you think that it feels like it's eight or ten or so, thirty two minutes. You're telling me that a song that Rocket from the Crypt sings and repeats the chorus a hundred times <laughs> is still less is is still half the length of this Michael Jackson song. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> Now I I again I appreciate the fact that Michael Jackson he does change the lyrics uh he does sing the two different versions of the chorus or refrain or whatever you want to call it um he 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 sings m- both versions of it but he also he sings both versions multiple times and that's just not necessary yeah. um okay so the song's too damn long I'm I'm sorry son your song is just too long too damn long <laughs> That's enough Huey Lewis reference for yeah. one lifetime. <laughs> um but I I I I do like that it goes into the beatbox at the end and things things do eventually drop out. It just should have happened a lot sooner. Mm-hmm. Um I'm going to I'm going to take a take a moment to uh find one of the sections in the song that sounds like something that I wrote having never heard of having never heard this song let me see if i can find it you me forever, true. Like 
So if you listen to the, if you listen to the uh, the strings that are added to this section. So I clearly ripped off Michael Jackson, despite having never heard the song in my life um, on a song that I wrote. I'm also I'm also taking this opportunity to plug some of my own music because. <laughs> <laughs> but you're doing it in a very backwards manner by saying it's a direct ripoff. Of, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, it's a, it's a ripoff of a song that I've I never heard before. So you know, Raleigh, there's only really. so many notes on the scale. This just what means, yeah. <laughs> This just means that I'm on the same level as Michael Jackson, clearly. <laughs> well, then wh- why are you stuck doing this podcast? Why are you <laughs> playing yeah. live from Bucharest? Exactly. Let me see. Let me see if I can find it. So I, I wrote a, I wrote an album of wrestling theme song music for mm-hmm. wrestlers that don't exist. I made up the wrestlers as well. Um, and this tune is for a wrestler called Sarek Legjob, who is the Hungarian heel. He's a villain in the in the imaginary wrestling world that I created. And let's see if I can get find the part of the song. This is not the part yet. I mean that sounds that sounds like it. No. Well, it gets worse. Unfortunately I don't have fast forward on this, so I just gotta play it through. Coming up. Okay, this part. Yeah, that was I it. see what you mean. <laughs> I totally ripped off Michael. You did. I'm sorry, Michael. How dare you? That's it. If anybody, if everybody wants that complete album, it's free on Bandcamp. Qatar <laughs> <laughs> uh, Clothesline Yes, I have a tendency to uh, choose clearly be associated with things that humans can't spell. <laughs> yeah, what, what, what did you say? Guitar, guitar clothesline? <laughs> guitar clothesline. It's uh, C-A-T-A-R-R-H. <laughs> what is guitar? It's some kind of uh, <clears throat> uh, mucus, mucal condition. It's uh, mm. It just means like a lot of snot, I think. Okay. So... So it's a Qatar clothesline is an anagram for my full name. So that's it works. It works. <laughs> oh, on, well, then, now that you say that, it works on multiple levels. <laughs> there exists that one level or yes. Or, or, well, no, it's two levels because a clothesline out of it's the, the image is supposed to be. It's a clothesline out of a string of snot. Oh, so you got two levels. <laughs> Oh, excuse me while I clear my throat. <laughs> so you you feel free to plug your book if you'd like right now, <laughs> or if you're I guess if you're so, above in it. In the interest of fair time, uh, I wrote and published a book 
called This Music Leaves Stains, The Complete Story of the Misfits, which is available through Amazon and a few brick or brick and mortar stores. And uh, listen, I know that uh, it can't be the complete story of the misfits because that story is still ongoing, but it's as complete as you can get in any book. Yes. It's the completest. So, yeah. It's the <laughs> toppest book on the misfits. <laughs> would you ever, uh, would you ever consider writing a, an updated edition if something crazy ever happens in the next 10 years? Oh yeah, that's actually in my contract that I'm supposed to do yeah. second, third editions. Oh, it good. just depends on when. Uh, depends on <clears throat> when, like the publisher is going to decree when the right time is. You know, mm-hmm. um, like how much time is enough time passed to for them for it to be profitable to like republish it. Yeah. Well, it's going to be profitable. Don't worry. Don't you worry. Of course, if something crazy happens, like if a member of the Misfits like shoots a prominent politician, <laughs> then I think immediately the book would be republished. Did you did you make sure to leave subliminal messages in the book to ensure that that happens? Because <laughs> you know they're going to pick it up and read it. I did, but in a sad twist of fate, every single member of the Misfits is illiterate. <laughs> So, ah, that is a sad twist of fate. Mm, it's a sad <laughs> twist of cane. <laughs> That's an inside the belt dancing <laughs> reference. Um, okay, well, I don't know if I really have much else to say about um, this tune. Um, I guess the the video I watched today, the video is also fairly European in style, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very, uh, uh, cinematic and mm-hmm. it has a deep story and it doesn't, doesn't hit you over the head with it. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of lens flare, I feel. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, early Fincher. Yeah. You know, what do you expect? What did Fincher, Fincher went on to do seven and, uh, fight club. Seven, seven Zodiac, um, social network. Right. Uh, yeah, it's no joke. He just did Gone Girl. Ah, Michael clearly spent some money on it. Um, probably not as much as Black or White, but um, there was some money by the time. What, what did we say? Well, I think we determined Michael didn't spend any money on Black or White. Well, he didn't fucking pay John Landis. <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. <laughs> um, I I I like that uh, that this song is is minimal even compared to black or white which we discovered the song itself was fairly minimal even though the mm-hmm. e- the video was epic the song itself was pretty minimal and this is even more minimal and slows the pace down a little bit i like the sound of it um it's too long um and i think this out of out of all the songs that have gone on for too long on dangerous so far this is the gone on the longest <laughs> yeah yeah uh, so I will I will be docking some points for that, <laughs> but the rest of it I I really like. Well, why don't you tell me what points you're giving it since I did the point thing last time first? Um, well, let me let's compare this to let me let me look over everything so far. It's uh, I don't like it as much as in the closet or she drives me wild. 
uh, pardon me, uh, remember the time or in the closet. I'd, I think I like it more than she drives me wild. Mm-hmm. I think I may like this as much as heal the world. Uh, do I like it more than heal? Well, I think I might have. Did I did I rate heal the world a little too too high with a six? I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna call this a. I gave black or white a six and a quarter. I I would say that this is probably. Is this on par with black or white? I you know, this is if this didn't go on for too long, this would be as good as black or white. Um, but it's also it's more developed than black or white. I don't know. You know, let's. I'll, I'll be crazy. I'm gonna. Here's here comes a crazy score. I'm gonna give it an, a six and a quarter, making this equal to black or white, despite its obvious flaw in length. Hmm. Well, remind me what I gave black or white. You gave black or white an eight point nine, which was just below. Remember the time, with a nine. You know what? I'm gonna give this. I'm not even gonna think about it. I'm going to give this an 8.5. I don't feel it's as, it doesn't charge me up as much as black or white, and it does go on a long time, but it is like, it is in the upper echelon of dangerous tracks. Okay. Good. I'm, I'm, and I, I have to say, this song to me, this was a, this was a very pleasant surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't, I didn't know what to expect going into the tune, especially with that uh, kooky intro. Um, didn't know, didn't know if it was going to be hokey or what, um, there, while there are, as I mentioned, some moments that I think could have been a little stronger. I, I don't think overall it's a hokey song. Um, I think it's a, I think it's a pretty good song and it goes to, it goes to some dark places that we haven't heard too much on this album. Dangerous places even. Yes. And that's important. When you're gonna it call is. when you're gonna call your album dangerous, you gotta have some darkness. Mm-hmm. He brought the darkness. He brought it. The darkness has been brought in. Don't don't do that. <laughs> Am I taking you to a dark place now? Yeah, I don't really want to remember Scary Movie Two or wherever that came from. <laughs> I think it was. I think it was Bring It On. <clears throat> was it? Bring I think it, it was on? a parody. Of Bring It On. Wasn't was it? it? Well, maybe you're right. Was it? Yeah. It yes. Yes. You're nothing right. In, nothing in Bring It On was that clever. Right. It was. Uh, I think it was. What's her name? The blonde uh, from My Name Is Earl, Jamie Presley. Right. I think. I think she was doing a parody of Bring It On. Yeah. I don't know. All I can tell you is. Uh, all I can tell you is I don't even want to remember that Bring It On ever happened. <laughs> I saw that in the theater. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why did yeah. that happen? I don't know. I feel like those were the days where I went to the movies more. Correct. I'm, I'm correct. Yeah, that's correct. Those were, good <laughs> those were the days when I went to the movies more often and uh, wasn't so concerned with what I was seeing. I only saw that movie because, uh, like... Uh, a lot of my female friends at the time saw it and said, oh, my God, there's this character in Bring It On who is just like you. It's mm. exactly you. It's you to a T. Oh, wow. And they met, like, you know, the guy that c- 
Kirsten Dunst dates who like likes the Clash or whatever, and they're like, Is it, "That's just like you." And I'm like, "I'm not like a Clash super fan." Like I, you know, and I don't have jet black hair. Like I, don't, I just was very confused by it all. But you had to see for yourself. I did, I did, and it was a very forgettable experience. They should give you your money back. They should give me free treatment at a hospital of my choosing. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're. Uh, I think we've we've exhausted this episode, right? We have. Uh, oh, we have. Or sir. Exhausted this song, I should say. <clears throat> and uh, pardon me while I desperately search for our outro theme music. <laughs> uh, what's uh, What's coming up next week? What's- next week, uh, well, we will have special guest mm. Lamar McLean from the Mars Daily Media Podcast. And he will be discussing a song whose name uh, I will tell you when the time is right to reveal it. And that time is now. And that song's <laughs> name is Give In To Me. Uh, that's the song that Slash is on proper. Yes, right? Slash. All right. Is, uh, is Lamar going to bring his uh, Jackson Rhodes to play? Or uh, what is what is what is Slash play a Les Paul? I don't know. If you know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but the, I, I, I would, yeah, that should be Lamar's only contribution is playing guitar for some All right. Talk. All right, folks. See you next week. Rest in peace, Charles Rocket. <laughs>